Welcome to Walk Around the Block, where today we're jumping on some trends. Hello, hello, hello. It is a beautiful day. It's been a beautiful week, actually, but today is a beautiful day made even more beautiful by the fact that I hung my friendly windsock ghosts outside the house today. Is it October if my windsock ghosts aren't out? I say not. (laughs) These little girls walked by this afternoon and were pointing up there and smiling at the friendly little ghosts waving in the breeze. And I was like, my work here is done. Literally, (laughs) it's done. (laughs) That's all the decorations I need. (laughs) Now, I also sent my husband off to get mums. Someone posted in my neighborhood group that there was a business selling off massive mums for 10 bucks each, which is obviously an amazing deal. I was like, go run over there and check it out. My husband was like, he was like, I don't know if I want to do that. (laughs) I was like, it'll be fine. Just pick out one that looks good. So he went, he said it was like, it was just kind of like off the road or whatever. He was like, there was nowhere to park. I had no idea where to go, (laughs) but, but he figured it out. Big win. He got this great pot of mums that I will do my best to try not to kill over the next month and a half. Not to be outdone, I put a pumpkin on the mantle opposite the football. (laughs) The Trader Joe's Honeycrisp candle has been burning. Maybe we'll even get actual pumpkins this weekend. (laughs) Just falling into fall over here. On another seasonal note, I saw this article. I'm going to stay up front. I mean, the headline says it all. It was one of the things that popped up on my Google page and I clicked on it. The headline was, what Halloween candy are you (laughs) based on your Zodiac sign? (laughs) I'm an adult. (laughs) Why am I clicking on this? (laughs) Well, I did. (laughs) I didn't even read it. I just scrolled to the bottom to see what candy was with mine, which is Pisces. It was a Nestle Crunch. Like, I have no opinion on that. Does anyone have opinions on Nestle Crunch? It's like, it's fine. You know, if you're buying a candy bar, you're probably not buying a Nestle Crunch. But if you get little pieces of it in your dessert, it's a pleasant surprise. You know, fine. I'll take that. So I scroll up a little to look at Capricorn because that's what my husband is. I feel like the easy answer for that one, the obvious one, would be candy corn. (laughs) Did you know, it does have corn in the name. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) You know, first, let's say they have this whole list, M&M's, Reese's, Twix. The whole candy aisle was represented somehow in the list. You have 12 different slots, lots of options. So that said, you have like, you know, Aries is Snickers, Taurus is Butterfinger, and Capricorn was a toothbrush. Which I'm sure I don't have to point out to you is not even a candy. (laughs) It was the only one like that. They were like, we're going to get cute here for all you people sitting on your couch, clicking on random Google articles. We're going to give you a perfectly nice list of Halloween candy. And right toward the end, we're going to throw a dentist joke in there. (laughs) 
I go to my husband. I was like, hey, I just I just clicked on this story about what candy you are. <laughs> he has known me long enough that he knows this is not an odd segue at all. <laughs> anyway, I was like, the article tells you what candy you are. Guess what Capricorn is? He did not guess. <laughs> so I told him and he was like, wait, what? What kind of dumb list is this? <laughs> I mean, refer back to the headline. What did we expect? <laughs> he was like, well, what were you? I go, Nestle Crunch. <laughs> he was like, well, I mean, that's only like a step above a toothbrush. <laughs> a step above a toothbrush? <laughs> I would like to say that it's several steps above a toothbrush, but you know, that's probably what I get for clicking on a link that's trying to tell me what Halloween candy I am without even making me take a quiz first. <laughs> um. Okay, so, so update, I have 439 tabs. <laughs> open on my phone right now. (laughs) That was one of them. (laughs) It's out of hand. I have nothing to say about that that hasn't been said before. (laughs) I did scroll through quickly and notice quite a few repeats. Like, for example, the recipe for the cinnamon apple cake I wanted to make, but obviously not bad enough because I've Googled and opened the link on at least a few different occasions. I might make it on Sunday, but (laughs) but yes, that's where we're at. 439 tabs. Of course, there's a lot of potential with 439 tabs. A few of them are focused on different trends that keep popping up recently. First, let me just say, I feel like trends are coming back up faster than they used to, which is probably just because I'm starting to get to the point where I remember them happening the first time, (laughs) but... I do think there's a little bit to that, like TikTok streaming kind of accelerates things and turns things over faster. I would say a lot of the time I am fine sitting out returning trends, you know, like been there, done that. However, there is one that I am enthusiastically back on board with. I resisted it a tiny little bit at first, but I'm on board, maybe even more than I thought I might be. I'm talking, of course about the return of the claw clip. Now, now of course, the claw clip never truly went away. (laughs) I always have the smaller ones on hand. I use them to put my hair up when it's wet or when I need it out of my face for a few minutes. I'm talking about like claw clips as a statement and or ponytail slash bun replacement outside of the house. Mine are never a statement, unless the statement is, I haven't washed my hair in a couple days. (laughs) But statement claw clips do exist too, and if that's your thing, I am here for it. I mentioned a few weeks back that I've been getting a lot of hair tutorial reels on my Instagram explore page, which I am probably feeding by actually clicking on some of them. I have had several claw clip tutorials come up in the last week or so. Of course, the beauty of claw clips is that there's really no tutorial required. They just kind of get the job done however you need them to. When I've worn a ponytail for two days and it's giving me a headache, the claw clip is there for me. When I don't think I can go one more day without washing my hair, 
the clock clip is there for me. And it turns out I can go one more a day. (laughs) The clock clip was made for three-day-old hair. I chalk up the resurgence of the clock clip as a win for women everywhere. (laughs) I read this article a few weeks ago about the comeback of the clock clip, and it talks about the importance of finding the right one. I agree with that. I have fine hair, and the rounded claw clips, I feel like they might do better in thicker or curly hair. I found the perfect claw clip for me at Target. It's Kristen S., and it probably costs a little bit more than what I used to spend back in the day, even adjusted for inflation. (laughs) It's $9.99, but I also feel like the claw clips I used then always used to break. And I do mean always. Sometimes the spring in the middle would just like unspring (laughs) and and sometimes the teeth would come out like one by one. (laughs) I would find this little broken off piece in my hair until there weren't enough left to grip anything. (laughs) A little time has been good to the claw clip. So, so far so good on this one. It also like really, really holds in place really well. I do, of course, always still have a hair elastic on my wrist. Most of the time when I'm working on something, like if I'm on the computer or doing stuff around the house, I usually throw my hair up into something resembling like a very, very, very (laughs) messy bun. (laughs) It's kind of like we're getting stuff done hair. Although I do lay on the couch with it like that a lot, but, (laughs) but I consider that doing stuff too. Anyway. I kind of look at the elastics stretching out as like just the way it goes with something that's two or three bucks for a few dozen. Like I'll have a few laying around, I'll wear them into the ground, and then I move on. However, I would like to say that I grabbed a pack of slightly bougier elastics on a whim one day that are working out great. They're goody forever elastics. Um, They're around $4 and have a 4.8 out of 5 rating on both the Walmart and Target apps. 4.7 on Amazon, but close enough. (laughs) I've been using one morning, noon, and night when I'm not using my claw clip, and it's working out great in case you're in the market. Okay, another trend that I'm sure you've seen lately is the butterboard. Just in case, this is how I explained it to my husband. It's like a board, like a charcuterie type wooden board with butter kind of spread around the middle with like, let's say bread all around it. On the surface, I would say I have no issues with this. I appreciate the creativity. You're probably not going to spread a hunk of butter on there on its own. Like you'll probably dress it up with like a little parm, some red pepper or some herbs Maybe some honey, some crusty bread around the perimeter. The biggest issue I have with this is it sounds like it could be a mess. I would not want to put it on one of my wood boards. The article suggested laying down parchment, but I feel like that would look weird. And also it could move around a lot. Another suggestion was using a marble surface instead of wood, which seems like it would work. Does it have to actually be a board? (laughs) That's a big question I have. Is it crazy to suggest a large plate or is it then a butter plate and not a butter board? <laughs> I guess it depends on what you're going for. <laughs> but but really, that's my only qualm. So I dipped into the comments on this story 
as I sometimes do. Just a quick dip. I did not do a full dive. There were 672 of them, and I was curious. A lot of people seem to have strong feelings about this. Strong negative feelings. (laughs) Not fans of the idea. If this was presented to me at a dinner party, I would decline and find a reason to leave, says this guy, Nicholas. (laughs) Nicholas. That seems a little dramatic. (laughs) A couple people said it was unsanitary. Is it any less sanitary than a bowl of salsa? Like, I assume we're not dipping into the butter for each bite. Can we not use a knife? (laughs) It seems like we're complicating something that doesn't have to be that complicated. Like, it's bread and butter. People know how to eat it. Right? I don't know. (laughs) In general, (laughs) I would say that I'm a big fan of the whole charcuterie board thing as a concept. It's easy. It feels fun. If anyone wants to try this, I don't have a problem with it. I did like someone else's suggestion, though. They said to do peanut butter. I would say maybe cookie butter. But either way, peanut butter sprinkled with chocolate chips and drizzled with caramel with shortbread cookies instead of like chips or bread. I mean, sounds great. However, if you prefer your butter in another form, (laughs) I leave you with this article I saw recently. It said Texas Roadhouse, which does have the most tremendous rolls and honey butter. Texas Roadhouse has now created a honey cinnamon butter candle in honor of said rolls and butter. They're taking pre-orders now that will ship at the end of November. 12 bucks a candle, maximum of three per order, just in time for white elephant gifts, or maybe as a substitute for a holiday butter board. (laughs) I mean, right? (laughs) All right. (laughs) That's it for today's Walk Around the Block. Follow the podcast on Instagram at WalkTheBlockPod. Subscribe or follow on Spotify or Apple or Google Podcasts and leave a review if you feel so inclined. Thank you to all who have left reviews already, and I will see you next week.